0: Okay, here we go. Sailing
1: over the dogger bank, now wasn't it a treat? The wind was blowing east, nor east, we had to give a sheet. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey-o. Hello. We are-
0: we are back for the third and final of our uh, listen-alongs with the teacups, um, and uh, with me, Pete Ord, they very kindly asked me to host these, uh, and today we are discussing the brand new, uh, much-anticipated album, which is this one. Uh, <laughs> hopefully some of you have all have had this on your doorsteps by now, uh, which is In Witch by Oh, look oh, at that! Oh, come on! Stop showing oh, yeah, off! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they haven't made it, they haven't made it to uh, America yet. Um <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: sorry, Alex. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Al. Uh, so yeah, we're going to have a chat through uh, through the album. In which dot dot dots. Do you think we need to say the dot dot dots when we uh, when we say I what don't it's know. called?
3: It honestly I just think. reminds me of that bit in Mamma Mia when they say you know how they're in the diary. Do, does anyone else know Mamma Mia? Nope. Okay. I've seen it. In which case, <laughs> I'll not get into it. It's no. Being... Well, they'll...
0: <laughs> The, anyway, listener,
3: that you can. <laughs> the listener
0: slash viewer may that's well a ve- uh, that's
3: a very good point so well, if, the, it, if
4: anyone knows the film they'll so, know what we're talking about so
3: essentially it's um anytime she's uh, she's writing in a diary and anytime she gets to something that's potentially lewd she just goes dot 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 instead so <laughs> kind of regarding that as like between the lines as it were
4: <laughs> he took me out for a lovely dinner and then afterwards Dot dot dot. That kind of
2: thing.
4: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, full, it, the full title so,
5: technically is in which a hunter's undertaken, where's a town, of much tea as drunk institutions are described. The new season uh, the new season is tested, a life lived, a great ship is built and then lost, bonds are reaffirmed. That's the full title. So of if we're title.
4: being, you know, pernickety right. we really do need to say the whole thing. <laughs>
6: So, Pete, okay. can you introduce it, but um, but with the full title and in the style of Mamma Mia, please? Off you go. <laughs> yeah. We're
4: going to edit all of this out, right? You know, Pete, you'll fix yeah, yeah. this in post. Yeah. Just start again.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think the dot, dot, dot is required when, okay. uh, when introducing it. I was going to say... Um, I love the artwork for this album, which is by the wonderful uh, Ellie Grassick. And I was just going to start, before we start listening to it, by asking you guys about the artwork and um, the title and just kind of where those... Because I feel like they're they're, um, they're connected in in many ways.
2: Yeah.
4: So um, I think uh, we were inspired... um, It's always really, really hard uh, naming albums. It's always tricky to try and kind of come up with something that, yeah, kind of encompasses the whole kind of idea behind the thing and i think eventually we struck upon this idea of different stories being told and this kind of particular style of like classic literature a lot of the time and especially when you have like chapter headings so first of all we have some of the artwork is really inspired by these like beautiful illuminated manuscripts which is why uh, so we have things like on the inside cover uh we have some of these like kind of illuminated letters um For like our names and things like that, that you'd have like at the start of like you know a nice book of fairy tales or like illuminated manuscripts and things like that, Mm. and kind of this idea of like you might have a chapter which you know before the chapter even begins has these kinds of write-ups, it has you know this kind of thing like you know chapter twelve in which. You know, a hunt is undertaken or like oh. things like that. My so son, we...
6: my son Oliver is really into Winnie the Pooh at the moment and they all start like that. And so, it's mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. which Pooh gets stuck into a tight place. Yeah. <laughs> which and actually, was... out of context, sounds really bad. <laughs>
5: <laughs> there was um, a, a tour I seem to remember years ago, years before this album, where um, I think Rosie, you've maybe read one of these books that had chapters like that in it and it ended up, whatever the thing undertaken was, ended with. And everyone was sad, and uh, so in, in which something, 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 and everyone was sad. Um, and it just, I think because we'd been on the road for ages and we were tired, like we'd be having conversations in every third sentence, somebody else would append, and everyone was sad. Yeah. And it just became like this, this running joke while we were on the tour. And um, it kind of harks back to that time, I think, as well but the uh
6: but then the name kind of then linked in with the artwork quite nicely and i think the artwork is also a nice continuation from the second album because the second (laughs) album had this whole thing where it had features of the different songs in the artwork and we kind of carried that on again in this album um more in that kind of like classic uh classic style of like fancy one image type things. Like, like lovely woodcuts. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but it's absolutely. it kinda still has that we really like that idea of having elements of the songs mm-hmm. on the album because you can kind people can look at it and it's like you, you appreciate it as a piece of art, but then once you've listened to the album, you can appreciate it in an entire different way because you notice the elements of the different songs in the artwork.
3: Mm, absolutely.
0: Yeah. I think um, elements of it look like things that you'd find on cushion covers in a country pub.
3: Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh okay and then um the other most noticeable thing is we'll uh, get this out straight away but uh this is a whopping 19 tracks long
5: <laughs> but it's still only just over 45 minutes or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we've tried our absolute hardest to make it the longest thing ever and it's still yeah not very really. long <laughs>
3: long enough shall we say it was was an interesting (laughs) it
6: was an interesting approach to this album when we're putting the what songs we want on the album together because unlike the other well there was multiple aspects to this which i'm sure we'll go into later on as well but one of the one of the big aspects was that this is our last album we're like wrapping up our musical journey together as you mentioned Mm -hmm. in the last one and you may well know already um and so it was a it was a matter of wanting to include a lot of our songs we haven't recorded and there were songs that we hadn't arranged that we'd really wanted to, that we wanted to get get down mm. as a record. And there were also uh, types of songs that we hadn't really done that we really wanted to be able to grapple before the end of our musical journeys, which is why I think it's also a longer a longer al- album and track list-wise anyway, um, mm. because we wanted, to, we wanted to complete our musical journey together with all the things that we'd wanted to achieve. And You're absolutely I think right. we've yeah, successfully does... done that. Yeah. I'm, really very happy with what we've got
3: I guess part of it as well is there's been a bit more of a gap between the second album and this one mm-hmm. than there was between the first two I mean the second album we've recorded it in 2014 I want to say and it came out in 2015 and then yep. you know five years later it's five years worth of material so it's kind of
0: yeah. it's been a while true <laughs> true very true uh, all right well let's kick um kick straight off and uh and have a listen then shall we mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
5: Where is Henry Adams now that planned the Agamemnon founded on the river plate in Malden Aldos Bay? Orcanine and blood of her, his fine one, his darling. Sink him in his hammock, boys, he's gone far away. Orcanine and iron, blood of her, his fine one, his darling. Sink him in his hammock, boys, he's gone far away.
1: Where are all the Beaulieu boys that built the Agamemnon? Let them lie neath waving grass, contented where they lay. Swords and swinging riveters, their sounds will not be waking them. Sink them in their hammocks, boys, they've gone far away. Swords and swinging riveters, their sounds will not be waking them. Sink them in their hammocks, boys, they've gone far away. Where is Captain Nelson now that sailed the Agamemnon Fought and beat the Spanish crews in Cape St. Vincent Bay I really enjoy
3: All any time I that Will and Kate sing together because your voices voice just, just go so you know, nicely, yeah.
1: I was
6: also, also going to mention the utterly wonderful All panning on this track and I think it goes through the album, listening it through headphones and hearing this, where we are in the space is really lovely it's another really strong opener
4: we definitely have this nice kind of it seems like we, we like to do with opening tracks we have a punchy and everyone kind of all together it's a very kind of yeah interlocked sound right from the get-go
5: and I really like Alex's part in this one because he, he, he both dips into that really lovely bass voice he has but but it sort of comes up and down, away. you know, it's not all completely Sing the, the it kind of, flows, ad as nice. Some. Yeah, I feel like
4: in this album, in whole, Alex like really shows off a lot more of his higher range than he has done in previous albums and to really nice effect.
6: That's mostly because I moved to the US and was singing with you guys less and lost some of my bass range.
1: <laughs>
6: oh. <laughs> to achieve some of this recording. On this album, I had to be really tired and maybe hungover.
1: Where is Henry Adams now that planned the Agamemnon founded on the River Plate in Malden Aldos Bay? O oh, canine and blood of her, his fine one, his darling. Sing him in his hammock, boys. He's gone far away. Oh, can i blood of her, his fine one, his darling. Sing him in his hammock, boys.
6: He's the ending gone of this is far mint.
1: away. Sing him in his hammock, boys. He's gone
6: far away. There's my bassy bass. bass. I was going to say, there's, uh-huh. there's definitely
5: uh-huh. more than one of you there, I think. Yes. I like. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think there's
0: maybe two or th- two or three Alex's there. Yeah, um, I, I remember
6: but... distinctly that that bit of recording, and you and we had to kind of like work really. I I was so because it that that really low note it was barely barely uh, audible, and we had to get yeah. so close to the microphone. <laughs> yeah yeah, Yeah, you were basically swallowing it weren't you yeah yeah
5: (laughs) what's going to be quite interesting about this album i think as we go through is that there's much more than the other two well completely differently to the other two is that there's quite a lot on here that we've either never performed Mm. out Mm -hmm. or or have only done once or twice um because this particular one um paul davenport gave me a cd of stuff he wasn't um, he'd, he'd worked on in the past and decided he wasn't going to use um, and this was on there and the, the it's a poem that he put a tune to and I absolutely loved it and we were already starting to think about recording the album and I thought I've, I really like this one I think this is going to be really good so I played it to the rest of you obviously and we decided to try and get it arranged to, to go on the album so we've, we've never actually performed it and to be honest I don't think I can remember the words I don't think I ever completely learned them <laughs> yeah. so I think I'm gonna have to go away and learn it now but uh, it's a yeah. it's
0: a brilliant song though isn't it I remember it's when fabulous. you first when you first sang it to me and you kind of said oh we're not sure about it for the album because we don't know we've not really finished an arrangement yet and etc etc but I just think it's such a good song um, Yeah. Uh, 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 Paul Davenport's a great songwriter. I know he didn't write the yeah. words for this, but um, what a cracking tune
6: yeah, to fit that poem Fantastic. as well. Yeah, really and it goes it. back to what I said on the second album about uh, sugar in the hold. This one just fits your voice mm. wonderfully. Like yeah. your delivery in this is wonderful. You've kind of got <laughs> it fits nice in your range, uh, but it also has that kind of you. It has that kind of slight swing to it that really suits your style. And you've got you in singing it. You've kind of put in some of these really lovely little uh, syncopations and emphasis into sections, which sort of really rolls the R- thing along. Riveters
3: yeah. in particular, I really like the yeah. way that that's come Swords out. And Swords and swinging, swinging
6: riveters. riveters.
5: Yes, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> really good. <Yeah. laughs> and I like the movement of the tune as well, particularly in the chorus, the... Oh, can I, and blood of her, his fine one, his darling. I love going from right to right the way down. You know, it, <laughs> yeah. it, it's yeah. really yeah. kind of really nice. It's flowy, you know. It's totally. mm-hmm. it's it's really It's yeah, another enjoyable.
4: kind of recurring theme. There's mm. songs that are fun to sing. Mm. They feel nice <laughs> in your voice, if that makes
6: yeah, any sense.
0: Totally. <laughs> um Next, great. Thanks. Okay,
6: what do we got up next? So I guess this is. This this next song is kind of a similar approach to what I've done a lot with songs. I'm not really much of a songwriter, uh, though that will change later in this album. But um, I've I've been one like Paul Davenport has done on, the, on that first track, um, is taking words from things and mashing tunes together or writing tunes to existing poems or songs that are collected without a tune. And this is one of those. Um, and it's one of those stories... Uh, one of those folk songs you can find everywhere. It's it's you know, uh, huntsmen go off, and one thinks it's one thing, one thinks it's another thing. Now it's actually something really silly. Blah 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 blah. Carry on. Um, yes. Y- y- are you making a point, Pete?
0: No, sorry. I was just getting it ready, and, and, it, and it happened a bit too quickly.
6: <laughs> Fine. I'm saying no more. Actually, no. I do. I do want to say something because. because this is uh this was collected by an incredible song uh a folk uh folk song collector um education reformist um and folklorist um called olive dame campbell um and she goes unrecognized a lot which is a real a real shame she was the one who was responsible for um showing cecil sharp and telling cecil sharp about folk songs in the Appalachians, um and she then took him around to all the places that she'd already collected songs from um and then she um her and Cecil Sharp published the uh uh English folk songs from the southern Appalachian Mountains together, and then in later editions, her name was removed from the front and was merely put as a footnote as a including some songs collected by olive dame campbell and so my hatred of <laughs> Cecil Sharp grew more when I learned yeah. about this yeah um. But yeah, she's an incredible woman, incredible song collector. And she also, what made me find out about her, I was, when I moved to Medford, Massachusetts, I was looking, like we all do when we we live somewhere, we're looking for our local, the local folk history of where we are, looking for the songs, the traditions. And I found out about Olive um, because she grew up um, like two blocks away from where I am now. Um, And so that's how I found out about her. And this sort of just took on this amazing journey of this person. So I highly recommend to stop me saying any more um, because this is not about Olive Dame Campbell. Go and search Olive Dame Campbell on Google, but not until after <laughs> you've finished watching this uh it's uh, listening, parquet. <laughs> Pete, you should—I should—you should have just carried on playing it, yeah. honestly. <laughs> well,
0: here's three jolly huntsmen.
1: Three jolly huntsmen are hunting off Cape Ann, and what we did find there, I'll tell you if I can. We hunted and we hollered, and the first thing we did find was cape ann's lighthouse and that we left behind one said it was cape ann's lighthouse the other he said nay he said it was a sugar loaf with the paper torn away with the paper torn away Oh, we hunted and we hollered, and the next thing we did find was the moon in the firmament,
6: and that we left
4: behind. It's the first of several uh, mentions of the moon, which was kind of an unintentional theme throughout the album.
6: It was a Yankee cheese with a quarter
1: cut away, with a quarter cut away. Something
3: I find very interesting about recording generally is um, the level of detail you can get into and trying to match the way I say things to whoever is leading the song is, so for example the way that the way that Alex says, says things like quarter is different day, than day, the way I say them but if you're leading the song I've got to try and match how you're doing it and it's just really interesting to get right into that nitty-gritty to do it you know
1: we and the next thing we did find was a fox in the undergrowth and
5: that we left
6: behind a verse written by will
5: <laughs> yes very true the really thing that I like Liked about this one the most, um, um, in terms the of singing it and arranging it for me and stuff, is um, um, something we hadn't done before, which was when we we ended up calling it duetson for, for sort of shorthand, um, the because we there f- were two groups of two. So there's only two lines, there's only a melody and one harmony, but two second melody and two second harmony, and it gives a really interesting sound that we hadn't used before. So
6: really we all three
4: ran away. Mm. It's 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 another we instance of um our voices, uh yours and mine, Kate. And really being we, we we like to kind of lean into that, the kind of the, yeah let's yeah. let's have them be as close time. as they can.
5: It's good fun. I really enjoy I really enjoy oh, doing that with our two voices.
4: It's it's really fantastic. Fun. The the real the real kind of uh the, the moment we know we've nailed it is when my mum says she can't tell the difference. Yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. I really, I really like that one because it doesn't really have like, like, like. like it's nine o'clock in the morning here. Give me a break. <laughs> right. um, and it it doesn't really have a bass part again, which is I I think sounds really nice. It gives a very different sound to that. It's kind of mm. kind of similar to what we did, I think, on the second album, isn't it? We had this kind of like this uh bell ringing which was kind of like not really a bass part into a bassy song with uh, mice mm-hmm. and john and this one is the other way around so it's kind of got like the yeah. two kind of elements we do really nicely um and i also really like re- when i brought that to the group it was minus a verse and it didn't really have a conclusion and i really like that conclusion verse that i can't remember. i think we just came up with organically yeah.
2: i've like mm-hmm. told
6: you all i can it's just a really nice ending to it I- you you made that song so lovely (laughs) that's a really nice song you brought to the group
3: yeah
6: yeah it's great it's also the continuation of a really bad habit i have On i i do perform solo and so i i make all these sort of like put all the solo repertoire together and go oh this will sound so much better with someone else so i'm either (laughs) either either ends up being a teacups material or material with my friend nicola and then i end up with no solo material again (laughs) but it's totally worth it because it's (laughs) It sounds so good with you four, you four, you three, and me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> something,
3: <laughs> something. Pete, like... you, have no yeah, you had no hand in this. Yeah, you would something i actually really love about this one and the one that we're uh the next one that we'll listen to as well is something that i think we've gotten a lot better about in the last few years in terms of our arrangement style having more textural variety as mm-hmm. well as like harmonic variety because that one and the next one have a lot more unison than we felt i think comfortable doing earlier on and mm-hmm. kind of people singing in what <laughs> what we've termed duison which is where yeah. like i, when I sing the same thing but an octave apart and then Will and Kate sing something together and it's just got this lovely kind of um almost like a 12-string guitar sort of vibe to it in terms of like the same <laughs> sounds in mm-hmm. different voices kind of thing yeah um I, yeah I just really like that I really think it's a it's a useful arrangement tool to be using you know? and
4: I, I think that there's, there's really something to that as well I'll, I'll just quickly add on the idea that in our earlier albums what you said briefly about it's more unison than we felt comfortable doing earlier. I totally agree. There's a level of, it's not quite accurate to say simplicity, mm. but there's a level of like something that is on the surface quite simple but done really really well that to me at least personally is, is almost more impressive than something that's really kind of big and fancy and gilded and full of okay. ornaments yeah. and yeah and, and I think that kind of there's an element of showing off how clever we can be by doing so much in our earlier albums which I don't think there's a problem with I think it's a very kind of florid style in a lot of ways and then with this album we're showing off what we can do by holding back and i really like the difference with that
0: but i think that's just classic maturity isn't it in Um, all musicians is kind of learning that and i think what you're saying rosie about um about how as you've grown as a group your textural arranging is um i totally agree with and it's really interesting because i was thinking about this a little bit when we were listening to the last one and and now coming to this one and thinking actually i um i didn't i don't feel like i did very much on this album in in many ways um which uh is a good thing really because i think on the last one i probably felt that um that i had to help find the textures in the tracks that were there with layers or not layers and that kind of thing mm-hmm. and i feel like that was um uh less required in this album in many ways because it was you were already doing it you were already creating that kind of interest i think so mm. i think it's, it's a good point mm. Uh, okay let's crack on what do we got next oh well, let's just jump straight into the next one yeah
7: then. let's do it oh the weary
1: cutters they've taken my laddie from me Oh, the weary cutters, they've taken my laddie from me.
6: And what you really they can't tell in that is that it is three voices singing in, in unison night. and it is so magical. And we tried adding in me in at the day. beginning and it was we are talking about this in the last album too, about starting to save the, 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 the bass voice for the later on when it matters. And this song really does that.
0: Away. I think it's so powerful with the bass they in particular as well to hold it off. I hold night. it off almost too long.
1: They never come in the day they always come in the night and they steal the
5: laddies away. Oh, the this is another weary one that we did kind of by accident. Cutters, they've taken my laddie from Sorry, I'm just realizing Alex just coming.
1: Oh, the weary cutters, they've taken my laddie from me they've shipped him
3: far away foreign with Nelson all on this is another one it's like exactly like
6: Oxford City where I had a similar conversation that we worked a long time on a bass part and actually that it was so powerful having me and Rosie doing that different octave melody it just sounded really lovely so I'm either an assumed singing unison or doing a very very simple bass line on that bit
0: I love that little drop off in your part there, Will, as well. That's just that little moment. Oh, thank you.
5: <laughs> but yeah, this is another one that we did by accident because I've known about the song for a really long time, but it always struck me as quite a not that I'd ever tried, but just really hard to, to do something with, hard to harmonize, you know, difficult tune, not sure what I'd do with it, you know, and never really thought about it. And then somebody came to us with um, with a uh, a commission, essentially, they were doing a a, a, a fine art project um, about press ganging and and issues around that kind of thing Um, and needed some songs from from this region. And So we did it kind of for a job, essentially, and it came out so nicely that, that it ended up Staying but it. when I look to the south
1: I,
4: see I know exactly what you mean, Kate But I also I also find by. the idea really entertaining About accidentally oh, arranging a song Oh, <laughs> the weary <laughs>
1: cutters They've taken my laddie from me Oh, the weary cutters They've taken my laddie from me Give the cutters a shilling. I think also give
4: it's worth saying, like, this song no really shows Rosie off as well to great I'll effect. Like this lovely kind of just high fluting voice that just kind of soars. Ashore. Yeah, it's lovely.
0: I don't think you could have done that two albums ago, though. I think there's something about in, in, the, in the maturity of your voice on this that um, I think you touched on it a bit last time about singing highly um, and quietly. I don't think you'd have this, I don't think you had this control
6: um, before that you do now. One thing I really like about this arrangement as well, and it's also made really effective with how Pete's produced it as well. Is oh, we use silence a lot in this song And actually we use silence more, more in this album Than I think any of the others as well And it's really yeah, powerful
5: right. oh. oh the
1: weary cutters They've taken my laddie from me Oh the weary cutters They've taken my laddie from
5: me just really yeah, happy with how that one turned
0: out it just sounds so so polished doesn't it I just think there's a, such a warmth to the mm. to the whole thing all the way through
6: absolutely Ooh. it gave me chills that mm. one oh. in a good way
3: oh. <laughs> <laughs> that one's a mm. it <laughs> is
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah quite you, quite quite good that
6: if, if you don't get that reference it's watch right. the other parties <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> um so we come next to the first of uh, <laughs> what are named the vignettes uh, in the album. So I thought this is probably a good time to talk through through the vignettes and kind of um, what the thinking behind them is and, and that and that kind of thing. And I think it's kind of oh well, I mean, I'll let you guys talk about. There's kind of a vignette each, isn't there? So maybe you can yeah. say who who's thi- who's this one is and and where it comes from and and all that kind of thing.
4: Well, I think the the idea of the vignettes originally came from Kate. Um, because uh, I don't know if you want to talk about it a bit more yourself, Kate, but with the idea of um, what actually ends up being a vignette to The Harvest Jug. Um, do you want to say a bit about that and then we can build on that? It,
5: it wasn't a deliberate thing. It was just that um, the my one, which we'll come on to in three or four tracks time, was just a tiny little snippet of words that I'd been carrying around thinking I must do something with these for about 15 years. And then all of a sudden... It, this sort of tune came to me one day and I just really liked it and it was so short and I thought well, it was not really a song and I, I'm not much of a of a word writer either really Um, and I just thought I wonder if it could just could it be used just as it is so I kind of brought it to you guys and said you know I've got this little thing I think it sounds really nice I've always wanted to use it I'm not really sure how to make it into more of a thing how about if it was just a thing in itself and we all had a similar thing that just reflected our musical personality, sort of, mm. I suppose. And I, um, I think I that's mean, actually... mine, mine definitely does reflect. I mean, mine definitely reflects kind of the sorts of folk music that I like and the, the type of harmonies I like that you guys put to it. You know, you, you really captured what yeah. I wanted. Um. So then when everybody else sort of went away and said, yeah, we'll find something and, and put it together and it'll be it'll be each of ours. I, I don't know whether you guys feel that that it, it does do that for you in the way that my one does that for me it, but it was can... really
6: it was a really nice yeah. project because suddenly we had ourselves opened out to this whole different way of thinking and approaching stuff um I think we all found that like we had this suddenly we didn't have to put together a whole song um mm. and we could just look for words that that meant something or caught our attention and do something with them and we all did something so completely different with all the things yeah. we did. Um, like we've got we've got a round in there which I think is coming up next mine is a minor rajib thing um, uh, mine is
3: so so weird like, yeah but your, yours is just so like a, yours is
6: like a sentence <laughs> it's and it's about you know. yeah yours is a sentence and about and it's just about the sound that goes with this simple we are, no, so we
4: are getting ahead of ourselves but i think yeah. i think um the the later vignette um is actually my favorite track on the album and i'm sure we'll say more about that when when we when we get to it but yeah but so like, in
6: conclusion it's kind of like our chance to sort of like have our little moments and, and it, i yeah. that's
4: exactly what i love about them actually the the small kind of self-contained nature of them mm. the fact that it doesn't actually we don't need to feel we don't feel the need to you know we don't need to make it up to a certain time stamp and be mm. like, okay, well, it doesn't mm. count if it's not, you know, two minutes 40 or whatever. Mm. Like having something be, you know, 30 to 90 seconds or whatever, just like mm. it's, it's, it mm. just is what it is. It doesn't need to be any more than that. That's formed,
7: perfectly formed. Yeah.
4: I th- but yeah. I
0: think what's interesting I mean, is that, yeah, I think it's interesting I, that you describe them as um, each having your own little moment. But to me, it's really um symbolizes my entire feelings about this whole album Mm. uh, which is i touched on it a little bit before which was that i feel like i did a lot less in this album and i think that's because when we did this when we did the one before us when we did of labor and love i really felt like you had loads of great things but you really didn't have the experience yet of crafting an album necessarily Mm. whereas i feel like with this one you all came ready to make a studio album ready to make that like artistic piece of piece of material and (laughs) and that meant that meant I didn't need to do a lot really apart from just kind of let you get on with it because you had the ideas you knew what you wanted it to be and it really feels like and I'll talk about this a bit more later because it affected my whole approach to the whole thing but it really felt like you had an album in your heads ready to go to me and I feel like these vignettes is part of a part of that.
3: I think that's, yeah so yeah the Maybe. first
0: vignette is so this first
3: one's yours william j
0: finns
4: yeah it's 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 technically the one that I sort of hang my hat on, but i think i I also like the idea that you know uh, in in theory you know on paper, we all kind of brought one of these vignettes each to the group but i I like the idea of something once it's submitted to kind of, mm. you know, the band as it were, it's almost like you kind of relinquish personal control over it and it yes. becomes it becomes something more. Like I, I've, throughout, you know, our entire career as a band, I've always had this recurring thing where the work we do all together is always better than the work that I could do solo. I very much strongly feel that we're all more than the sum of our parts and things like that. So it's it's kind of... You know, even if one of us, you know, started something off in the first place or whatever, I think it becomes so much more than its humble beginnings or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yes, um, the first one is, um, it's a, a, a round, a little three-line round um, that uh, I think Kate originally gave me the words to it uh, in a kind of a like, you know, it might be nice to do something with this. We had the thought together that it might make a nice round and I enjoyed I loved the idea. I loved the challenge of writing around, uh, which I hadn't ever really done before, at least not successfully. And um, it took quite a long time of not thinking about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> similarly to Kate's, which was we'll, a to vignette too, which we'll, I'm sure we'll talk more about in a bit. It, i almost had to forget about it for a good long time before i just kind of woke up one morning with this lightning bolt moment of just being like out of nowhere it's like huh i think i might finally have the tune for that and then <laughs> with very little tweaking it was almost
7: fully formed it was just kind of it was, it was a gift <laughs> Shall we have a listen to it yeah Hopefully.
1: Love fame did try to sever friendship's chain but as he broke the links they joined again Friendship with love united still remain Love fain did try to serve a friendship's chain love fame did try to sever a friendship's chain love fame did try links to sever friendship's chain love fame did try to sever friendships chain
6: it's another one of those Alex and Rosie Sing the same parts again But it's, it's really <laughs> effective
4: and it's a, One of the things I really like About this track It's one of the very few times We indulge in a fade out <laughs> And uh, <laughs> yeah. I like the fact that The tune happens in such a way that it's really hard to stop singing it yeah I think that's perfect for a round Mm, it really neatly kind of ties back into its own beginning and yeah yeah, I love I love the the never-ending
5: round yeah what was really nice was that I gave I found this little thing on the bottom of a broadside I mean years ago and gave it to Will a long time before we thought about this album so when we thought about doing this vignette thing um i don't remember sort of saying oh yes and you could use that thing that i gave i mean maybe i did i don't know but i don't remember doing that but the fact that you then came back with this and went oh this is this is what my one's gonna be it was really nice I, I think I felt really this, nice track, about that.
6: this track this track or touches a bit on what pete said as well because we came in with the very clear idea that this was going to have a fade out and we knew what sort of studio trickery we were going to use on this and how we wanted it to be produced so we're like pete we're doing this And you were like, okay, (laughs) I'm cool with that. I
3: I remember we kind of developed doing a live fade out for when we do sing it live, which is for some reason just so weirdly satisfying to me,
4: like
2: doing a live
5: fade
3: out. (laughs) Did we ever
5: do it? Have we actually done that?
4: I no think maybe i don't maybe think we've ever performed it ever live it, but i think I we've know. i think we we've it
5: sung well. it in rehearsals <laughs> but then, maybe I, but then maybe collapsed into giggles i suspect because I, I have
6: distinct I also, memories yeah. of the uh practicing in the green room at uh, what is it walthamstow folk club mm, um yeah. in so, that oh, sort of yes, theatre yeah. place it was a really echoey room and then i was practicing as so where we kind of finally put the thing together um and then practicing the fade out and we're all just like oh,
2: but it was also a really <laughs> echoey room, so it was really hard
6: to do an effective fade out because it was really was hard slow, to fade
0: yeah. out and not slow down as well.
6: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh,
0: for real. I know, it um, quieter does not mean slower.
4: <laughs> it is also very briefly worth mentioning that I love the uh, message behind the words mm. as well. I think that because this album was happening. at at least a very similar time. There was quite a lot of crossover at the point that we realized that, you know, I think that the, the time as a band were in in this, in in this sort of uh, format, at least was kind of drawing to a close. And I like the idea that, yeah, yeah, that, that round kind of sums up how I feel about that as well. The fact that it's like, it's not things finishing. It's kind of, it's the bonds remaining solid and not being broken. It's not the end of one thing. It's just kind of things continuing in a different form and, Mm all kinds of things i like the ethos of
6: it mm-hmm. well, That so it's interesting because the next one the next song on this track <laughs> listing is actually somewhat of a teacups legend and it's actually one of the <laughs> fir- one of the first sea shanties we arranged and were really excited about mm. and and including us many people have assumed it's on other albums <laughs> yeah, um, yeah yeah uh, well, uh,
0: the, the story—that's uh, a funny one because it was meant to be on the on of labour yeah. and love, yeah. wasn't it? Um,
3: yes,
0: <laughs> yes, Pete. It's the
3: phantom yeah. track.
0: The phantom track. Uh, what was it? There was. Uh, what was it? Was, I wasn't missing the whole thing. I don't think I was, was missing first. the whole thing. First verse. No, the, first
5: first first. First.
0: the first verse. You a, kind you
5: kind of you the first You mix the thing and you send first. it to us. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> right, you sent us yeah. this Track. Like, give give, to give me
4: your feedback. And we went, no, It sounds like, really good. And I
5: was like, you he must, f- he must know
3: that
4: the first verse is know. I'll just say just in case. Yeah. You do know. Like, is, the is, there, is, there. is there a reason why it starts at verse two Pete? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I think oh,
0: what? It, <laughs> I think it'll become obvious to uh, to the listener when they hear it um, how that might have happened. Maybe it won't <laughs> uh, but we'll, maybe what we'll do is we'll play it and then I'll admit to how it happened.
6: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we'll we'll play it, it and then obvious. you'll make your excuses. You'll think about your excuses for the three minutes of the song and then yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah. that's it so so here it
0: is
7: (laughs)
1: captain captain you are a dandy way shiny oh captain captain you love your brandy Way shiny, oh, won't you ferry me over to Dover? Way shiny, oh, won't you ferry me over to Dover? What oh, percentage would you say shiny, you're currently singing at in this song, well? <laughs> Queenstown to Dover. a low percentage. Maybe like 30,
5: miles are over. 30. It increases as the song goes on Oh,
4: hold on, hold on, hold on. It's about 30% a But literally for the phrase A hundred times It maybe ups to like 35
1: captain, how deep is <laughs> the water Way shiny
6: just one inch, and a quarter I find it. a kind of. Shiny uh, we'll wait for Pete's excuse, but I Captain, somewhat. I'm Captain somewhat happy we ended up recording it for this album because I feel like when we when we Shiny used to sing it, we used to sing it like a shanty and we'd just be like. Ah! Um, And I feel like we do a much nicer, subtle job of it now, and let the song be itself rather than. I was going to say something really similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm glad it went on the
4: third album, not the second album, because I'm certain it sounds much better on the third album than it would have on the second.
6: Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. (laughs) Darn, we give him an excuse.
1: Rivers, rivers, rivers are a rolling wave. Shiny I would say we're well, maybe up to about 60% shanty oh, in this movie oh, oh, No, no,
4: we've we've up to maybe 40, 45 way
6: You way underestimate way my power <laughs> oh. Yeah, there's a reason why we don't have so many right, tracks Anakin. on the album Captain, <laughs> you
1: are a dandy way shiny, old. Captain, Captain, you love your brandy Shiny, oh.
4: I'm also talking a real big game about this shanty voice, and like I can I can I back it up <laughs> Uh, what was that,
2: Pete? Yeah, what was that? Say, did get <laughs> something
4: else
0: there? Just cause it, it's just because it's in um, in iTunes, so it's just jumping on to the next. <laughs> yeah, Tell you what, we never have, have had we these issues when I was
6: playing the tracks, Pete.
0: The thing is, the listener would never have known if you hadn't uh, just pointed that straight out at that moment. So,
6: uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, but we we're, we're embarrassing you because we're still going to wait for your excuse, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. Uh,
0: so... Um, the missing verse uh, was just a really subtle way of me telling you I think it should be on the third app. Al- no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, this will give um, for those that are interested in this kind of thing uh, some insight into it, I suppose. So we tend to um, move between recording some stuff to a click and some stuff not to a click, depending on what the song is. Uh, but then even the stuff that we do record to a click, we... Um, we kind of build a fluctuating click essentially uh, but obviously there becomes times where it's that would be impossible so with this one um it's in it wasn't possible to do the first verse to a click clearly and the way we wanted to do it was to have that free flowing first verse and then it to kind of get into a rhythm as it as it went on like like you'd expect from a shanty um and then other uh break the myth for for people is i suppose is we don't always record a song in order uh so it's very mm-hmm. much like um like recording a film in some respects you do uh, will do certain parts depending on oh, so many different things where we are in the day um how warmed up a voice is any of those number of things so this was one of those ones where we didn't record the first verse first because we were just gonna do uh the other bits and then come back to it except Quite obviously rightly. obviously we never we never came back to it I don't <laughs> and then <laughs> And then I didn't really realize we'd never come back to it because I had this file there with loads of verses in, and just yeah. In your so we defense, we never Pete, had one. None of
4: us realized that we hadn't recorded that either <laughs> oh, don't, until until don't Rosie was listening him. to the feedback. Like, <laughs> I
0: mean, I mean, I accept, I accept that it was my responsibility to keep note of these things. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving swiftly yeah, on. Yeah.
5: What's next? Uh,
0: uh oh this is uh this is a great one of yours Kate so I think you've probably got something interesting to say about this
5: oh well we've, this is another one we've been singing for absolutely ages we were probably singing this one at least by the time the last one came out so <laughs> I think most people know the story behind this one which is that um I, I did a master's after the undergrad degree and um was looking at a book of street cries and just thought they were really sweet. Kind of the same as the vignettes really. I kind I I quite often get more captivated by short snippets of things than I do by entire songs. And um just thought they were really nice and it was a shame that they didn't have any tunes because it was just the texts. And it reminded me of um a Tim Hart and Maddie Pryor very short street cry track that they'd done. Um uh, in the 70s, I think, called Turkey Rhubarb. And I thought, oh, that would be nice if we all had one each and um, and they all sort of stood alone, and but also harmonised together as well. And I could have had a go at it, but I'll be honest, I'd still be trying to get it to work now. Um, and I know that Will is much more talented at those things than I am. So I kind of went to Will and said, how about we, you know, um, try and do this? Here's the Here's the Turkey Rhubarb tune. Um, How about we try and do, do it? this? <laughs> and, yeah, so I've had this idea, Will, um, can you do it for me, please? This is what, what happened? Um, Why? Well, yeah. Um, yeah, and then, and Will did a, an absolutely brilliant job of of getting these other three tunes to, to go with it and also sound like really good tunes on their own, and we sang it. And we did feel pretty pleased with ourselves for quite a while. Um, and although I had heard of the film, Oliver and I knew it was very famous, I hadn't ever seen it. Uh, And then one Christmas, a couple of Christmases ago, um, it was on and I heard this who will buy my sweet blooming lavender. And I thought, oh, somebody somebody obviously had that idea quite some time ago. <laughs> <laughs> um and then felt quite stupid. So
4: <laughs> well, I, it, here we are. I, I we really are. <laughs> I loved the idea as soon as you brought it to me, Kate. And um like I, I think here's a here's a story that the, the public won't know. And I don't know if you guys all all know or not, but um I was I, I relish the challenge, but I really liked the idea of um the the style of writing this one is quite influenced by Alistair Anderson Um, because i remember when we had um when we had a a guest lecture or two um from alistair and he talked about some of the way in which he writes tunes um when he writes tunes with multiple parts he deliberately tries to not write it as like here is the tune here is harmony one here's harmony two or whatever Mm. because he's well aware about the 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 longitudinal view of a, of a tune. Like when you think about it historically over a very long time, if you're very lucky, something you write might still be being played, you know, a hundred years from now. And in the intervening time, you don't know how likely it is or not that it's going to remain in its first form. You know, it might break apart or it might kind of... De- so if someone picks up a tune one day and they don't realize that it's only one part of a a group of tunes, um, you know, you don't want to be picking up something and thinking this is a harmony part. It needs to kind of almost stand alone as its Mm. own melody. It could survive. Yeah. It could survive solo. And I I liked the idea of trying to write three extra tunes, three extra tunes that, that stood as tunes in their own right, but that also laid on top of each other really nicely. Mm. They complemented, but it wasn't, this one is the main one and the rest all supported and yeah yeah that was that was kind of my my whole challenge behind it and how well or not i succeeded i guess isn't for me to say but i really enjoyed doing it
0: this is uh one of two tracks on the album that was an absolute nightmare to record <laughs> <laughs>
5: well was that wasn't that partly because i had a cold the first time we recorded oh, well, it and we had there, a go there's, there's and two, I sounded two reasons
0: yeah, there's two reasons. Uh, that's that's one of them. The other is um because I was just thinking about this bit then we had to record this album a bit differently to how we'd done previously anyway. Uh, because am I right in thinking, Al, when we did Of Labor and Love, you hadn't moved to the States yet.
6: Yeah, we were I was still we were still just fresh out of uni. I I hadn't really I, I think the the idea was sunk, but I hadn't even started a, a, a processing yeah. or a visa or anything yet. Yeah. That's
0: right. So um Although we didn't necessarily have more time in the studio, we were less restricted uh, as to like you being in the country. Whereas this album, um, we, we had to be structured in a way that we could get all of your stuff done while you were here essentially, Um, which meant that, because when we did the second album there was a lot more, although we did do things separately and you layered things up and we multi-tracked it in that way, we kind of worked on two or three songs at a time and then we moved on to another two, three, etc. Whereas with this one we were working on all 19 tracks all the way through really, which meant that Certain parts had to be down for you to be able to get your parts in essentially, and then it comes to the question as to who whose parts do you need to be able to sing along with to do it, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So, yeah, this was one that we just threw down a load of guide leads so that the parts were there and do it, which meant that then working that out afterwards was a bit of a. Mm. a bit well, of I'm ahead terribly ahead. sorry for not having
4: one <laughs> lead tune, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> this
3: yeah, is exactly. Uh, a latest, yeah, another passing around
7: the tune issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Street yeah, Cries. One's. Let's have a listen to it. Turkey rhubarb, turkey
5: rhubarb, turkey rhubarb I sell I come here from Turkey to make you all well Don't you all know me for my name it is Dan And I am the celebrated turkey rhubarb man Turkey rhubarb, turkey rhubarb, turkey rhubarb I sell I come here from Turkey to make. I had the same problem with this that I have with everything that's got any, any oh no even vaguely high notes in for me. That line, I come here from I'm Turkey. I mean, the number of times we did that line until I was going, yeah, that's okay, that one's not terrible. <laughs>
3: I'd just like in to say I appreciate, particularly this one,
6: the panning night. you've done on this, you know Pete, because it is exactly as we would set, people would be looking at us on stage, and it's really lovely. Right.
5: Yeah.
0: Well, that's quite a conscious choice all the way through this album, actually. Um, this is one of the few where I go quite hard on it, actually. There's only this and maybe one or two other tracks that um, I've done that on. the the you rest know, of it, the unlike the previous album, is pretty fight, consistent all the way through grind, the album, The Panic, which and is not something I normally do. Um, but was I did purposely on this one.
6: Is so big it <laughs> might serve as a wig for a judge if he had no objections. And as for my brooms, they'll sweep dirty the rooms and they'll make the dust fly to perfection. My mop is so big it might serve as a wig for a judge, judge if he had no objections. The one no thing I do remember about recording this one because we're all recording and it. And in oh, bits rude, that was kind of hard to do for everyone sweet, dirty, rude, that we all ended no up because we've had to sing it so many times we ended up all singing it completely different to how we would normally sing it together Let so we all then had to sort of from relearn from how to sing each other's parts again it was very they cannot it was very compare funny heart rolls when mornings
4: are chilly sweet fanny young billy Your hearts, they will comfort my gay little souls.
2: Let
1: fame puff a trumpet, For muffin and crumpet they cannot. Compare with my dainty and as always, it is
4: always fun to sweet, laugh at rude sounding <laughs> words. <laughs> <Muffin>. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> you can absolutely judge <laughs> a folk club
5: audience <laughs> by whether or not they find <laughs> the muffin and crumpet line <laughs> <live>. funny.
4: <laughs> Gay souls.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I would just a uh, good, a good praise for Pete again here because trying to make this bit sound any good on a recording is a hard feat I think and it because having us all singing different verses and different words is such a mess of a sound it could be and you've made it sound really good
4: I think this also probably half counts as our uh... oh, no! oh no we Stop. cut off a little early there um sorry this oh, probably no. counts as our as our three three quarters of a fade out <laughs>
0: I was trying to make it so that I could un- unmute and talk at the same time and press pause. i pressed press them in the wrong order. Oh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine because I'm adding the music in later and no one's going to know all of this. <laughs> um, I appreciate that, Al, because uh, it was, uh, this is one of the few that did take a bit of time actually in that, in that essence, because you're right. It's, um, it's essentially four tunes all happening at once. And you want to be able to hear all of those and hear it as a, a thing together as well um and i think that's why it had to be such a hard panned uh panned thing really so that you can try and find the space in the in the audio listening experience and that's my one uh wanky phrase for the, <laughs> <laughs> all right, the session all right um next okay. one I'm very excited about
3: yeah I'd really like to just jump into this one partly because we're only seven tracks into a 19 track album and been yep. going for a while but <laughs> also because I just don't have a lot to
7: say about it really
0: well let's just do it mm. deep
7: blue
1: sea i love the
4: swells in this one how it really kind of swells forward and pulls away again it's lovely movement
6: i've also forgotten that for some reason i'm singing a very high tenor part and you're singing a lower part than me will
1: (laughs) Willie, what got in the deep blue sea the wind blew high and the
3: waves for some grew reason singing this particular verse live i always kind of mess it up like the wind is always blowing something and, every- <laughs> and <laughs> so every time i listen to it i'm just like oh we're getting it
1: right.
6: Good job, us. You know? <laughs> I have exactly the same problem with
1: the slide.
6: Because the uh, yeah, it does work both ways,
1: doesn't it? It's
4: amazing how uh, how easy it is to get something right when you can just start again if you mess it up. Thanks for that, Pete. <laughs>
6: I think we've done really effectively in this arrangement. We there's not really a lot of harmony changes, there's not really a lot of ins and outs of vocals and parts. It really is all about all of us singing together and delivering the song and really singing the story, singing the words and like it, I, we I, we do a really good job of it and I've forgotten how much of a good job we've done of just telling a story.
1: Bring him Drowned in the deep blue sea, blue
6: blue I do very distinctly have memories of being deep very pained by the end of this and pete just really been very encouraging because this is so high in my range and uh, i i there's you know you were talking about last time about my accordion dance it wasn't on this one but this was more that like i had my fists clenched and just like <sighs>
5: by the end i thought you meant it was like your boy band moment oh. <laughs>
0: I think there's also something particularly difficult about um deep and blue so many times yeah uh all the way through yeah
6: now that um the story you just told rosie about getting the uh words the wrong way around um i mean i think we all did that and we've successfully done it live where we've sung it wrong but we've all sung the same thing we have this kind of weird together. like yeah. psychological. but it, it brought back a memory of a time we um revisited um uh, as, as I wrote, I wrote out, out. from the first album and we performed it live it was a request and we thought oh well we'll, we'll give it a go we haven't done it for a long time but it'll be fun um, and we all completely without communicating missed one verse completely <laughs> yeah. and we, we, the we finished the song flawlessly the same verse. Yeah, we got to the end or completely in lockstep and it wasn't
4: until we'd <laughs> finished we finished the song that. that we kind of looked at each other and was like I don't remember singing that verse
6: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the magic of uh, 10 years of singing together right yeah,
3: yeah mind meld
6: <laughs> so we
0: move to um to your vignette now Kate which I think you touched on uh, a little earlier mm. um I don't know if you have any more to mm. add
5: not really um just that it was uh, I used to live in Cambridge lived there for about 10 years and uh, there's a museum there called the Fitzwilliam Museum which is well worth a visit and um I just saw these words written on a, a jug one day a harvest jug and I wrote them down literally on a torn off bit of paper from a notebook I had and it sort of knocked about on my desk for 15 years and about as many house moves (laughs) um and I was I'd had a really really horrible year um there was some illness in my family and I'd had a an unpleasant breakup and I'd been living in this flat that wasn't very nice and it turned out our Neighbours downstairs who have been very, very noisy and I hadn't been getting any sleep for a year and I'd been getting a lot of migraines and things. They turned out to be quite unpleasant criminals. And I was just moving out and I, you know, the last couple of nights before you move out of somewhere, um, you, you know, you've probably packed most things. And and I was in, a I remember everything was packed and I was in a sleeping bag on a mattress, (laughs) um, just like really ready to get out, you know, and, and start this start afresh kind of thing. And, um. I'd literally, I'd turned the light out and I couldn't sleep. And all of a sudden I just went, oh, I might have a little idea for that thing. And even though everything was packed, I knew where it was. And I went and I just got this <laughs> bit of paper and I sat up till about two in the morning, sort of just going. And I ended up with this tune. um And yeah, that's why I haven't ever done anything sort of solo album, because I write about one verse
4: every 15 years so <laughs> <laughs> if, if i'm not mistaken i think that um there's a there's there's a a recording of this kind of process of yours or at least it sounds very much like it on um as a part of the kickstarter awards we did a we did a bootleg um kind of recordings yeah. of some of our sort of lesser known like uh rehearsals, rehearsals and just like workings out of Songs mm. that maybe never went anywhere. And like there were some tracks on there that even I had never heard. And I remember coming across <laughs> one of them. Sessions, and, yeah. and getting getting like getting halfway through the track and thinking, like, my word, I think this is Kate working out the harvest oh, yeah, I can't, this, is,
5: can't even remember this is this is this is iconic
4: there. this is amazing <laughs> this is this is this is the artistic process like right here oh, God.
5: i don't know I'm why anybody impressed. went for that reward i mean why anyone <laughs> wants to listen to that <laughs> load of chat i don't know but there we go oh, but I think yeah that's, a, that's how it that's
0: happened. a great um a great story to, to accompany the song smooth <laughs> <laughs> pete now I am come
1: for to supply your workmen when in harvest dry they do labor hard and sweat good drink is better for them than meat in winter time when it is cold I likewise then good drink can hold both seasons do the same require, and most
6: men do good drink desire. I think the first the first track in all of this that we've not spoken over at all.
5: <laughs> partly because <laughs> it's, it's very so long. good and partly <laughs> because
6: it's not very long, exactly.
5: Yeah. <laughs> um, I was really happy with it though, because I remember kind of wanting it to sound very um sort of english and very warm and you know and i remember going to coming to you guys and going you know i don't mind what you do but i i don't want anything clever i just want you know if it's i think it should resolve it should resolve no funny business now <laughs> any of you kind of thing and <laughs> and that's exactly what i got and i'm I'm sort of bits with it so thank you yeah. oh really great song i mean yeah
3: yeah that's one that i found my um kind of melodic harmony brain just kind of slotted in with really nicely. And it just sort of just had a really good flow for harmony writing for me.
6: This is one of the few vignettes you've actually sung out a lot. Mm. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's we... We often in a live set. Uh, oh, I remember those days we could perform live. Um, <laughs> it, often in a live set, um, we would just sort of shove it on without introducing it after so- after an applaud of another song, and then you sort of just see the stunned silence as we finish the song and it's sort of like so- over. a bit people are like, "Is seconds. it over?" It's like, it's like oh, 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 yeah! yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it nor- normally involves what having involves one of us having to go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right. Well, um
4: in the um previous album in uh, of labor and love, uh there's a few tracks on that that we mentioned kind of originally came about through some of our final recitals so, in sorry, the folk degree. Say, oh yeah. Track 9,
3: right on cue, the cats are arriving in. Right. Uh, there
4: we go. <laughs> track 9, it's as if they can sense it. Um but yes, in the in of labor and love there's a few tracks on that uh things like journey's end. I think there's one or two more as well um that originally came from final recitals and um yeah, we had to I had I had to wait until the third album for my for my final recital <laughs> song. Off, off to t- uh shh. <laughs>
7: <laughs> um,
1: But yeah,
4: uh the next track is um Man of the Earth. Uh, uh a Bernie Parry song which again, cool, yeah, we've been as well. We yeah thanks. Uh we've been working on it for quite a long time um and yeah eventually got down i don't know that there's much to say about it i would just like to
6: say that yeah. the uh when we were coming up with a track listing order for the album we had a rough idea but i, I the, the pairing of the harvest jug and this one is just mint because it very true they have a very similar tonal approach they're 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 different songs but they segue together so nicely in like topic and in sound and in yeah it's just mint they're so, good earthy songs. Yeah, you You're should listen, right. listen to it without us babbling on between. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> highly, re- highly recommended.
1: Each day as I go through the old shanty town, where the sheds and allotments all stand. I see an old man on his land Where the fork are a spade in his hand And he's there in all weather I in do love something in 3-4 time as
4: well we don't, we don't do enough in, in Waltz time
1: Is he happy
4: or Street
6: Three cries of a
1: Oh, I haven't the Shh. time for to ask A man of the earth a man of the soil in his lonely allotment. He labours and toils. And he's not much to do since he turned 65. So he took to his garden. <laughs>
5: it's to funny though, because that line I about turning it's 65 it's and not having much bright. to keep you alive. then We've had quite a few folk clubs audience members go up and say, well, I've got plenty to do, works, you know? <laughs> not, not having a go at you specifically, you know, <laughs> sorry. Around. There was no
1: other work in the town, so they had him both fettered and bound. Then I think what I love about this sudden, one is I just think
0: all of you sing it brilliantly. I just think the tone of everybody's voice on this one mind. is just so rich and so lovely. And start and with some to go lovely little swells in the right place. I just think it's hard. really well sung
4: all around. Behind him, There's the something about it that's very anthemic. Slam,
1: mm. The recording's okay, I guess. A man of the soil in his lonely allotment He labours and toils and he's not much to do since he turned 65, so he took to his garden to keep him alive, and I think it's his joy and his pride. Each Saturday evening, he's down at the pub.
5: It's something that you'll never be able to really know. But if we hadn't done Slowly this with instruments sipping, first, I'd love to know whether we would have ended up with that little, the little bit we use for, for the intro and the in between, so he sells a um, the end of the chorus and the verse.
1: Because we've never done—I don't think we've ever done that with a song. We've just arranged from scratch, you know.
6: I do man have that of sort of like pulsing accordion memory on this sure I think that definitely influenced like we were saying in the last yeah the last album about how I have a bad habit of making my voice sound like the rhythm of so my accordion too but actually this one is that, uh, that that waltzy like da, 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 is da, become bright. really helpful in me singing this one I think da, da
5: yeah, I can still really hear Each the instruments, you know, when, go we, when we
6: sing it. I do you think of it as the, uh, it, you know, it doesn't stand. actually sound that much like it listening back, but I always I thought of it as a really poppy number. With a fork or
1: a spade in his hand, but I cannot linger, no, I must be gone, for I work at the ironworks too. I started there five years ago, only forty-five more to go. A man of the earth, a man of the soil, in his lonely allotment he labours and toils. And he's not much to do since he turned sixty-five So he took to his garden to keep him alive And I think it's his joy and his pride A man of the earth, a man of the soil In his lonely allotment he labours and toils he's not much to do since he turned 65 so he took to his garden to keep him alive and I i think it's his joy and his pride i think it's his joy and his pride
6: i think it's his joy and his pride that is just one of the most fun songs to sing full stop because it's such a good is the, the the words the tune the fact i think like what pete said about us singing it really well i think all all our parts fit so comfortably in our voices mm. like often yeah, there's a little bit you know we got four singers we're always going to have to compromise slightly on a part that either sounds a bit clunky or goes slightly out of our comfort zone to make the sound we want but that one i think correct me if i'm wrong but for everybody that sort of just just sits mm. so lovelily in our voices it's just lovely to sing
3: that one's always a good time. <laughs> I, really,
0: um, I really enjoy the sound of it just overall. I was just listening to it thinking, oh, I'm really proud of this one. I hadn't even realized when we were doing it. It just sounds so rich, the whole thing. And mm-hmm. part of it probably is what you're saying there, Al. Yeah. I
6: think,
0: yeah,
4: it, I think we, we achieve it a lot, which I'm really thankful for, but it is lovely when the final product of a song or a track sounds so similar to the idea you originally had in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like
6: I think we realized it really well. And now for something completely different. I think this is a good it's a
0: good um it's a good jump from that one into this one though. I think yeah. it's a nice moment in the album.
6: Definitely. <laughs>
1: Sailing over the Dogger Bank, now wasn't it a treat? The wind was blowing east nor east, we had to give a sheet. You should to see us rally, the wind a blowing free. On the passage from the Dogger Bank to Great Grimsby. So watch her, twigger, she's a proper jubilee Jew. Give a sheet, let her rip with the boys to pull her through. You should to see us rally, the wind a-blowin' free. On the passage from the Dogger Bank to Great Grimsby our captain he's a shangaroo she likes a drop of good ale our first mate he's a ripstone pippin he's been in many a jail our third mate she's a bush stranger the worst of all the crew a scoundrel and a packet rat and a sod of a buckaroo so watch her twiggers, she's a proper doobie doo i
4: really like Give how much crossover uh, the you and, and me alex having this and, like it's really not just a here's a bass line here's a tenor line we cross
6: line and it happens with uh Kate and Rosie's parts as well the they're in unison game. they're crossing We're over a bit it's there's no set parts on this on that are game. obvious to the SATB
5: she is it's really one lovely. of
1: them flash girls can she cut a shine she can do a double I like the way. The line so watch her I really like the way that um, She's a quite a lot in this one
5: we've Started in unison and, and towards end
1: the end of the line just sort of opened out into, you into harmony. Rally, the swallow like blow <laughs> to Nowhere the boys to make some noise when we get home from sleep. Shanty one hundred percent.
4: If there's any po-
1: uh,
4: you know really sort
6: of put put the pedal to the metal it's (laughs) it's the song (laughs) but at least for me it's not even a matter of choice it is so high in my range that moment that that there is 100% shanty or no singing at that point (laughs)
0: I mean, this is one of the hardest ones to mix in many ways because I think you all had such a strong idea of what you wanted it to sound like. Um, but making it as uh, big and aggressive as I think you imagined it, that high in Alex's range in particular, is, um, is quite hard work.
4: I apologise in retrospect, Pete. Grimsby.
5: <laughs> I remember that one came from, uh, I heard another people singing it, um, which I've, I really enjoyed listening to.
6: <laughs> so he will, Pete will have added this out on post, but we've just been listening, I think, to uh, Ross, uh, is it Ross Cooper? It is Ross Cooper talking. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, hearing that Get one. Get their albums on my another website. Another. <laughs> Go ahead, Kate. Sorry, Kate. It's fine. Uh, Only trouble is um, I can't remember what I was going to say now. You heard another
3: shanty group doing it. Oh, yes.
5: I heard another shanty group doing it and um, thought, oh, yeah, we'll we'll have to have a go at that one. That would be really fun to do. And I remember I was writing up my master's dissertation and I remember literally sitting in front of the computer going shall i write the chapter about the historical context of the northeast in the 18th century or shall i rearrange the lyrics to Dogger bank <laughs> i wonder which one that i'm going to spend the next hour doing yeah didn't get much dissertation done that day
6: i like the way you referred to it as another shanty group because many people think of us as a shanty group and we are far not a shanty group now. and partly, yeah. i partly partly we don't have ourselves.
5: uniforms for a staff yeah yeah, yeah.
6: <laughs> And partly for our ourselves we've often Apart from today. agreed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're all wearing blue today. Oh yeah, we're matching, and we didn't even
4: communicate, which is rather yeah. lovely. Yeah. I remember us all being very surprised the first time we were invited to a shanty festival. Mm. But like, I mean, like yes. we're, we're flattered, but like.
1: Why? (laughs) His uh, his fine one, his darling Sink him in his hammock, boys He's gone far away Sink him in his hammock, boys He's gone far away